0: Here's the thing, the world of youth soccer is crazy and we're all busy parents. How are we supposed to support and encourage our kids without losing our minds? I mean, we're all running from field to field on our weekends and afternoons, trying to fit in dinner, homework, and showers before we pass out ourselves. Come with me on this journey as we explore the tips and tricks that others have used to not only support their children in this crazy world of youth soccer, but to raise quality human beings as well. This is our journey and let's do it together. Hi, soccer parents. I hope you're having a wonderful, crazy life and your children are uh, not driving you too insane, especially during this very interesting time in our country's economy. Uh, but I wanted to share a little bit with you about soccer and how I kind of got to where I am. Let's start way back. God, you know what? In my early 20s, I was started coaching a soccer team and it was the first young boys that I was given. I still love these guys i touch them they're all young men now i just loved watching them grow up affectionately referred to them as my boys so i've watched them grow up i got the opportunity to see them after i was done coaching them i follow them with their next coach and the next coach and as they graduated from middle school and high school and now they're getting jobs and they're doing this and that and the other thing and it's been a real pleasure because especially with that team because they were a nice happy mix of different cultures which was terrific for them God, you know and When I was given that team, super excited because it was my first little guys and it was the best team. So I really had pressure on me or maybe that was self-inflicted. I don't know, but I didn't want to fail those kids. So it got to the point where after coaching them for a while, I started having nightmares that they came back to me years later and said, Oh, Ruben, you didn't teach me this when I was little and now I can't get to where I want to be. So basically I failed them. It was my dream. And uh, it kept getting worse and worse. And <laughs> and I didn't know how to get rid of it. So finally, I ended up like, okay, time to go get your next coaching license. So I uh, missed one of their tournaments. I got signed up and went to go take a coaching class with United States Soccer Federation. So for me, that was my C license, which is a national level. And then the next year, I went and took my B. And then uh, years and years later, I went and took my A license. And uh, what it did is it gave me peace of mind. It helped me calm down. And then I just kept on studying everywhere. Everywhere I could find something I would study about player development, boys and girls, the differences between them. And uh, now I'm finding that as a father, over 20 years later, I have had the privilege of watching parents raise their children, hundreds of them, at different levels, high levels, low levels. Uh, Some of the high levels, the kids are getting in the national team and playing abroad professionally. Some of the low levels, like, Those kids just wanted to make their high school team. And that's all they wanted to do. Some kids just wanted to go to college and be really awesome, amazing intramural players. And that's fine. It gave them something to do and it is a good way for them to connect and socialize. And uh, I've had the privilege of seeing how the parents, their parents, would deal with the issues that would just naturally come up from raising children. Whether they be getting their first driver's license when text messages first became a thing. I actually had a girl who could text me from behind her back, not looking at her phone and send me messages. It was weird. What a skill that was. She's now a singer, she's a real cool kid. Oh, that was back when text messages cost 10 cents a message by the way. So her dad got a text message phone bill for like three or 400 bucks. He lost it. So that was, <laughs> that was a funny one to watch. I'm surprised she's still alive actually. So, so I, I've had this privilege to watch parents deal with their children From their early years through their teenage years, you know, and then they're young adults and they're all good kids and some have gone bad, but most for the most part, they're all great kids. And I've got to see what happens when they're involved in sports, how they develop relationships that have, uh, they've lasted the lifetime. They've learned how to socialize basic responsibilities towards other people. It's been, it's been a true blessing in my life. I'm very grateful for having had that opportunity. So now you fast forward and it's, like I said, it's 20 years later and I've got my own children. I've got a 13-year-old daughter who doesn't like soccer at all. She actually uh, had to tell me, she's like, Dad, I don't want to play soccer. And that was funny. Uh, That's a whole other episode in itself. And then I've got a 10-year-old son who loves soccer. And then I've got a three-year-old daughter who likes pink and Frozen 2. It's amazing how Disney Plus came out. And within a week, I had seen or heard Frozen 2 probably 47 times. Within a week, although I'm still thankful for Disney Plus, you can add some variety and keep my sanity as a parent. So what I'm getting at is that now I've had samples. It's kind of like I'm not much of a drinker. In fact, I don't really like to drink, but you know, you you go with your people and they go to a tasting room or they go to beer tasting and they like these little samplers and they pick the ones they like. They're like, oh, I like a little bit of this one. I like that one. I like that one. It's kind of like that. I have had samplings of other parents and how they handle problems. Now I get to pick and choose from those samplings to say like, yeah, this is the way I want to attack this situation. This is how I want to be overall. So my son in soccer world, uh, you know, usually when you start with young soccer teams and young soccer parents, the sidelines are nuts, like absolutely insane, not in a good way, just detrimental to the children. I go sit in the corner. Sit back, the game's happening, and it's just sit back and relax. I enjoy it. It's a break because I can sit there and do absolutely nothing other, uh, nothing other than watch my son, have fun, I don't have to do anything for like an hour. It's great. Uh, I don't have the emotional ups and downs so much because I don't care. I can tell you honestly, I've never had a national team coach ask me if one of my players won or did this amazing thing when they were 8, 9, 10, 11, 12 years old. They don't care. Neither do college coaches. They don't care. So, you know, I'm getting a little off topic, but the point is it's relaxing. I can watch pick and choose. It's allowed me to even out my emotional ups and downs personally. And I don't transfer any of my personal anxiety into my son before his event. I try not to transfer my personal anxiety into my daughter for her swim events. You know, I've, I've been able to give them the space they need so that they can grow. And that's hugely important. And then I've noticed over the last two years, especially when parents find out what I used to do, they always come and ask me a bunch of questions. So I was like, well, I don't, how can I help more people at once and just share? And it went, not even if it's not me personally sharing, how can I help share the resources you need to have simple little tricks? Like at eight years old, do you need to be shooting for a college scholarship? You'll hear a lot of opinions on that. and I'll share mine when we get to that some other day. But do you need to worry about that? How do you know these things? How do you find our resources? Whether or not you need to worry about these things. I can give you these tools and at least point you in the right direction if I don't personally have the answer because I know who we can call. And most of the time, they'll even pick up my phone and answer because I'm still friendly with most of them. So that's super exciting. Enough stories and me babbling on today. I want to thank you so much for coming. I'm I'm super grateful. I promise I will get better at this whole podcasting thing. I'm still new. So please, please, please forgive me if I'm not 100% uh awesome yet i'm working on it i promise i will deliver some amazing guest speakers and quality and resources to you all as we get this podcast going along if you would be so kind as to leave me some comments i I would be grateful for i'll read them that way i can take them in and get some feedback and see how i can do better or post your questions you you can uh, give me the questions you have and i will give you the answers or get you the answers and connect it to who you need So you have the resources to deal with this crazy life and make sure that we get our kids handled because let's face it, they're exhausting. I love them. It's the most rewarding work that you can do. The most rewarding thing you can do is to love your children and and help them. Holy cow, it is tiring. So leave me a review. I appreciate five stars, more than one stars. I I hope I can do better than one star. And uh, you have a great day. Let's go help our kids. All right, take care, later. Hey, it's Reuben from The Crazy Soccer Dad. Thanks for checking in again one more time. Just wanted to thank you and invite you to come check out our tips, tools, and resources page at thecrazysoccerdad.com. In there, we'll be sharing all of our best resources that we're constantly hunting out and seeking. Try to save us some time, energy, and money. Come visit us at thecrazysoccerdad.com.